You're listening to the I Don't Know Let's Ask My Mom podcast. I'm your host, Annika, and this is episode number 53, Stop Sabotaging New Experiences. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to I Don't Know Let's Ask My Mom. We got the mom here and we're ready to dive into today's topic. I really wanted to talk about um, something we've mentioned in past episodes. We like to call it like the tracks in the snow. That's that's one way we've said it. Um, But really, we wanted to talk about how to not let your past experience affect your future experiences. I think a lot of the time we like to tell ourselves that because something happened in our past and something happened a certain way, that's how it's always going to go in the future. And I think I first just wanted to really have you explain, Mom, um, what we mean when we say the phrase like tracks in the snow. Yeah, because that's just something you and I... (laughs) you and I refer to, right? That's just, I think that's just, it's yeah. just this that's really just easy way to remember that your brain is constantly making connections, right? It's like the tracks in the snow is like the way that Annika and I like to look at, like we picture our brain and it has snow on it, like a lightly covered snow yeah. and something happens and we have a thought about it. And when you have that thought, it's like making little shoe prints in the snow and and so it's like, and then you, you, you think that again, and the shoe prints, same track. And the shoe prints get deeper and deeper. Yeah. And as you keep thinking this thing about a circumstance, it, it, the deeper those tracks get, the more they become so deep that it's a belief now, right? And so, yeah, it's a belief. Yeah, so that's, yeah. and that's an easy way to think of a neural pathway. And so... So that's why, you know, that's the scientific, that's the scientific word. That's why it's really important to always recognize what you're making things mean and making sure that you're checking in with yourself and, and questioning thoughts, right. And choosing thoughts and exploring thoughts, right. Like all the things we talk about in this podcast is just owning our own emotional life and like what we're making things mean, because if, if you believe this about this thing, what's frightening is you make that happen because what you think you create. So, but it doesn't have to be that way. And so by totally. making new neural pathways about things that have happened in the past opens you up to experience life. Otherwise, you're just keeping life as one thing. You know what I mean? So totally. life, life, life changes, people change, experiences change, feelings change. So really, we don't know what the future holds. And sometimes our neural pathways keep us back here and not letting things change, not letting people change, not letting people grow. And, and that's not experiencing life. That's bracing against it. So... It's like we're guarding against life by not letting things go, you know, kind of falls back into our letting it go episode, right? Um, but also 
just want to make sure we touch on that it's totally normal to do this. Your brain is kind of working against you with these neural pathways. And like it, when it's time, when something happens, like similar to what you've already had a thought about, say you have this pathway in the snow and then something similar happens in the world. And your brain is like, do I, do I want to go tretch through this deep snow and make a new trail? Or do I want to just go down the trail that I already have? Yeah, right? like, that's Obviously, right. our brains are trying to be efficient. And so it's going to want to go down the old trail. But I just, as a coach, I, I just really want people to know that you can make new trails. But it just has to be a deliberate decision to explore your options. And is it worth, like, it might not be that big of a deal to trek through the snow and make a new trail. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's... Oh man, I just feel like my brain, I love to always say this, but my brain is the best at it. My brain is so good at looking at what's happened in the past and being like, there is no other way this can go, but what's happened before. And I just love, I think picturing it, my brain as snow, it really helps me like get out of my head and be like, okay, don't do that. I don't know. You have really, you, you're really good at, um finding ways to like visualize stuff and the snow and the like the snow visualization always works really well for me because I really do look to the past as like what can happen in the future and it's such a limiting way to look at life yeah I really I really think there's so many other ways you can look at something new happening and that's something that I'm trying to work on and that's really why I wanted to talk about it today because I want to talk about how to stop those tracks from affecting your future, you know? Yeah, and, and your brain, again, like, it's it's just trying to be prepared. It's trying to keep you safe and trying to, like, be a psychic and guess what's going to happen. And, and so it's just, it's just, yeah. it's just like, trying to, to, like, determine, like, danger. And, and, but, but what's so scary about it is if, if we believe what it's telling us, we could create it. So do you know right. what I mean? Like it's trying to and keep then we us think safe. We were right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we like think we were right, but actually we just made it happen. Yeah. And I'm I'm like having a total way. brain fart. What's the word when you're trying to guess something for the future? Like um Predict. Predict. Thank you. Sorry, my door just slammed because of the air conditioning. Yes. Hold on one second. She forgot to turn her air conditioning off, guys. That is the one thing I tell her every episode. Sorry. Don't click your pen and turn your air conditioning off. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. This poor girl. So, yeah, predict is the word I'm looking for. Your brain's okay. constantly trying to predict what's going to happen. And, which is, darn it, like, helpful, but not helpful because then we don't get to enjoy life. That's why little kids are so happy. That's why Christmas is so fun with little kids, guys, because they're not predicting. Because they haven't had a lot of, they don't have a lot of neural pathways yet because they have only lived here for just a little bit of time. And I just think it's such a good example to go back and be like, I could live like a kid if I just could get, like, be more aware of what my brain's doing. Everybody's brain does this, but that yeah. doesn't mean you have to do it. You do, you can make new tracks. I also wanted to say with, with the snow and the tracks, I feel like, once you start thinking a certain way for a long time and it does become a belief, I just feel like, because you were talking about just making a new path in the snow, but I feel like once you have a belief going in your head, that is hard to just, like, stop that belief. Like, 
I don't even know how you just stop a belief. Like, is that where life coaching comes in? You just have to like, coach and Wait, realize that's not. Yeah, bad. I mean, like, like that's you a can change that belief. Like, it's, it is hard. It is hard to do, to do. But like, just investigate. Just learn how to. It's mindfulness. It's like investigating. You know, and like yeah. how you know, like, like number one, the reason, like, the whole point, the reason why we're talking about this is because sometimes we carry old feelings into new experiences. So we're just repeating the past over and over again, because if we believe that someone's going to do what they did in the past, then we're just going to repeat new experiences. I mean, we're going to repeat old experiences and we're never going to experience anything new. Now that doesn't mean ignore people's behavior, ignore like red flags or don't, you know, like don't have boundaries. No, totally. Like we learn from people's behavior, right? But your experience could be different. People might repeat their behavior, but your experience by what you're thinking could be different. Does that make sense? So it's not ignore, it's not ignore behavior, but it's just realizing that I'm, my experience with this is what I'm thinking about it. And I don't have to think the same thing every time. Okay. So, um, the reason why, like just, just a couple things, like carrying old feelings into new experiences jeopardizes new opportunities. You're sabotaging a new opportunity that could have a totally different experience when you do that. Um, it's like wrapping, yeah. wrapping old presents and giving them to yourself. It's like, great, great. We already know what this is going to be. And you don't get to experience anything new. So... You're not able to get surprised by life. So good. And, and guess what? Your brain doesn't want to be surprised by life. That's the thing. It's like our brain would rather feel crappy than not know how we're going to feel. It would rather be able to predict something negative than just not know. And that robs us. That robs us of life. And so we could just talk about ways to maybe stop jeopardizing the future. Yeah. let's do it because I really feel like that is a huge thing that I like to do (laughs) that I like to do I mean maybe Maybe other people are with me on that maybe maybe they are well let's 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 give a couple little examples without being too dramatic but like what's an example like for here's a dumb one I went to this party and no one talked to me then your brain goes Oh, people aren't going to talk to you if you go to parties. And then you get an invite. I don't, yeah, I don't want to go. Good. No one's going to talk to me. Right? Oh, that oh, one that, time, yeah, that one time I example. went to a party. No one talked to me. And then your brain's like, yeah, don't go to parties. Don't go to parties. No one's going to talk to you. And then you start believing that. But then maybe you work up the willpower to go. Right? You go, you go like, okay, I got to go because it's my sister's. I got to go to this party. Right? But because you're believing that people aren't going to talk to you, you are going to feel insecure. You're going to act standoffish and weird and closed off. And you're going to like create that. But then you're going to, it's going to reinforce the belief that no one talks to you at parties. Do you see? This is, this is the danger of, of, of not deciding and letting things be a new experience. Oh, yeah. Because your belief. just yeah, stop you from doing yeah, so your, many your things. Your belief affected how you acted. And that affected the people that felt comfortable talking to you because you were acting insecure and weird. Not that insecure is weird, but I'm just saying. Okay, so (laughs) (laughs) just cover my bases there. Um, So control. So anyway, so Attica, give an example. Uh, Yeah, I 
honestly, like first thing that came to my mind was, and I think I've talked about this before on the podcast about how like growing up, especially like high school, I'm like, I'm not a sporty person. I haven't done a lot of sports. I'm not good at sports. I don't like sports. That's like the belief because in the past it's like, okay, you haven't really done that many sports Okay, you were on that team, but yeah. you didn't really. But enjoy I, but it. I like, you know, like I like the sum up. Your neural pathways. I'm not a sporty person. Yeah, I must that's not like be. the overall. I, I must not be because of all the evidence I found. I haven't done club. I haven't blah blah blah. But I like how your brain is just like I'm not a sporty person. Okay, keep going. Yeah. Well, and then it's just fun to see how I've kind of, I've like stopped going that pathway, and I've started a new path of like okay, there's a game going. I'll totally like, we're all playing spike ball in the park. I'll play. I'm not going to just not have fun, even though I feel like I'm not good at it. And it's just like a new belief system of there's no sporty or not sporty. It's do I want to play this game or do I not want to play this game? I love that. And it's totally fixed my mindset on that. And I feel like it's made me want to be it's made me not scared to just go do stuff if I want to do stuff or it doesn't mean so much about me if I don't want to do something. It doesn't make, it doesn't mean like I'm not a sporty person. It means I just don't want to do that right now, (laughs) you know? Right. And I feel like that was a huge fixing my brain a little bit. Yeah. It's like, I don't, I don't have to limit myself to how I felt one day when I didn't want to do it. Maybe today I want to do it. And that is, that is living life is going, Hmm, how do I feel today? I wonder how this party's going to go. Totally. I wonder who I'm going to meet at this party. Maybe no one will talk, right? Like it's, it's like being okay with not knowing. But when you start thinking you need to know, then it affects how you act, right? It affects your actions. Yeah. And when you start, when you start like labeling things, cause that's my big, I'll like label something. I'm not sporty. I, they are sporty. You know, it's like, yeah. why do you have to label it so hard? You don't even know. Right. Like, just take it one, like you're saying, one day at a time. Just see how you feel when it's coming up. Yeah. And and I really like that. I wish I could live my whole life like that. Yeah. I wish yeah. I live everything. But, but I really, I see it in that experience for sure. Yeah, that's a really, really good example. So what are some ways that we can kind of stop going down trails, right? Like, and creating the same experience over and over for ourselves, right? One way is to, like, look at the facts. Go back. Like, first step is to recognize, oh, wow, I'm not wanting to go to a party because of that one party I went to in the past. Recognize that you're tying these together, okay? Just recognize that, like, ooh, I'm triggered by the word party because one time I went to a party and no one talked to me. So the first step is just to recognize that you have that little trail. And we all have them. Yeah. That's just part of being a human, but you can you can own your human experience and use your agency, okay? But it's still normal, okay? So everybody does it. So look at go back to that experience and look at the facts. Look at the facts and what you made them mean. That's really empowering to go, hey, this happened. Not everybody that didn't get talked to felt the way I did. It's what I made that mean. That's my neural pathway is what I decided to think that day. And not everybody, like what helps me and I have self-compassion is everybody does this, but maybe someone didn't think what I thought and had a different experience, right? So yeah, mm-hmm. going back, I think to the experience that you see 
where the trigger started and look at it again, process it, process it and go, what did I make that mean? A lot of people don't talk to me when I go here. What did I make that mean that day? Oh, that's good. Okay. Question it and, and go through and process that whole experience. Um, ask questions. What else could have I had made, it, made, made that mean? Is it a problem if no one talks to me? Is it a problem if I'm alone with myself for five minutes? Like, why was that a problem? You know? Um, yeah. And then I think also one of the reasons why we kind of hold on to past experiences instead of getting something new is we haven't actually processed the old experience and learned from it and gained from it. Because anything that happens to us in our lives, even if it's like negative, we can convert it to a positive based on just knowledge, right? Like we can go through and find, what did I learn from that experience? How was that kind of a gift for me? Yeah, I learned that I don't need to be, like I can be alone for a minute. It gave me an opportunity to practice just, supporting myself and not needing other people to, to support me all the time, you know, whatever, go back to that experience and pull out maybe what was the benefit of that. And that kind of opens you up to being able to create new neural pathways. So how, like, was there like an experience with sports that you could do that with? Is there, is there, is there a specific experience where you kind of made it mean I'm not sporty that you can go back to and like kind of reassess and like process. Yeah. I mean like, well, I think there was, I don't even know if there was a specific moment. It's just that I didn't play a lot of sports like in high school and a lot of people were on like sports teams. So the fact that I wasn't on a sports team in high school and I knew a lot of people that were, I think it just automatically made me go like, I'm not a sporty person. Mm. That's not my, that's not my thing. Okay. Now go back, so go it, back and be like, it wasn't even like a, yeah. Like the fact was you weren't on a team and other people were on teams. Like go back exactly. now to your past and just like go, okay, that was the facts. I made it mean this with my thoughts. What else could have I had made that mean? That I didn't want to be on one, that I had a lot of homework, that I would have rather, like, why didn't you be on a team? Yeah, because I, cause I had a lot of homework. I would rather do other things. That didn't sound a lot of fun to go run the track for three hours a day, and that's, like, part of sports in high school. Yeah. So it's just yeah, like, I didn't right? want to. You sweat. I have to wash my hair more. <laughs> totally. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Actually, though. But, um. Yeah, so it was just little things like that. But it's like when when you're seeing it, you don't even realize that you had a say there. Like you're the one that chose not to do it. But now it's like this negative thing when really it was just a choice. Yeah, it's so good how, yeah, make. like your your brain just labeled it, labeled the whole situation, and then you carry that around for the rest of your life. But you can go, like I think it's just really helpful to go, I don't have to stay here. I can make a new trail. Right. Might take a little work, but like, I just think it's just like so empowering to go, oh, I was just making it mean this. Yeah. And sometimes I just, for me, it's about asking new questions. What, what, what is someone else, you know, like, like, for example, like I know I'm carrying old feelings into new experiences when my feelings about a new experience don't match up. <laughs> like not everyone here is feeling scared or anxious. Yeah. 
right? Like, so, so there's obviously something from the past that's coming up here. Cause like what we just, it feels like you're blocking. Totally. Like you're guarded. You're blocking against this new experience. It's like, we just don't trust that life's got us yeah. and that we can handle whatever comes up. We'll figure it out. If there is an awkward conversation, I'm going to get through it. Yeah. But just these, these old neural pathways are sabotaging you. And just, it's just, you just start repeating the past. And it, it's really strong with like, when we label people, like, like you'll label, like you'll have an experience with someone and you'll label them. And, and your neural pathway of whatever you decided to believe about that person, you're going to make sure that you keep finding that. Right. Every time. And, and that is wrapping old presents for Christmas and giving them to yourself. There's just so much that we get from other people. There's just so many interesting, like seeing the world through other people's eyes. It's just so interesting. And you're just like wrapping up your old presents and reopening them. So fun. That's like how you're living life when you don't explore your thinking options. Yeah. And I do it too. I'm not, I mean, it sounds way easier, you know, than it is, but, but we all have, because we have agency, we all have power to go back and like decide what we want to make things totally. mean. Right. Totally. And, and I just think really being aware, like, do I want to experience this as I used to, or, you know, it's like going on a trip and like not, and like blocking yourself from being able to experience what is there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like and being okay with the unknown, you'll be okay. Like totally. Cause it's so worth it to experience something new, you know? Truly, truly, it's what we all want. Yeah. We want that. We want to experience things new. We want to have different feelings. It's just we have to fight our survival brain wanting to stay in a comfort zone about things. So good. And, and that's where mindfulness comes in because mindfulness brings you to the present and it's not a problem here. Whatever you think the problem is, it's, it was in the past and being present just lets you open up to whatever this is going to yeah. be. So the answer is mindfulness, asking questions. I think sometimes when you're going into a new experience, picturing a clean slate, picture a clean chalkboard. You don't know how this is going to go. Being willing to like not know. So, so good. Those are my suggestions. So good. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you're enjoying our podcast, please recommend it to your friends and leave us a review. You can also check out our Instagram at IDK Let's Ask My Mom. See you next time.